All right, should we kick this off? Yeah. All right. Well, (coughs) (laughs) we are definitely not starting a podcast. We're definitely not starting a podcast. Uh, But for those that might be listening to this non-podcast, I'm Tanner. I'm here joined with Ashley. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about shit. Um, Really nothing specific. I mean, we've got... We've got ideas. We've got ideas. Are you going to leave that in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we've got ideas. Okay. I'm glad that we collectively have ideas. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, we can just kind of dive in and just figure out the... the the trajectory of this podcast. It's not a podcast. Our non-podcast podcast. I love it. What you got? What do I got? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm putting you on a spot. Christmas is in three days. Christmas is in three days. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve Eve. And you're ready? Yeah. So ready? Yeah. <laughs> I have like two things left to get, and then your girl is done. <laughs> I'm surprised not already done, though. Honestly, I would be, but I can't let Oliver open up an extra present and not Jasper. That's fair. There are two Hot Wheels in there, though. I mean, that is a little spoiling, but it's fine. <laughs> My whole $2.60. <laughs> Broke the bank. <laughs> it did, though. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's uh, that's what we need to monetize, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can <laughs> so we can afford them Hot Wheels. Yeah, I don't think it was even a cool Hot Wheel. It was just like it was just two Hot Wheels. I mean, they're Hot Wheels. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna care. I don't think a four year old's gonna care. He also has like every fucking Hot Wheel there is. I mean, it doesn't help that his dad literally just buys him a Hot Wheel every time he goes to the store. Right. And it's not like they're the, the dumb Hot Wheels either. It's the cool Hot Wheels. The legit Hot Wheels. Like, this is also a legit Hot Wheel. But, like, I've never seen Oliver with a seventeen Hot Wheel before. <laughs> like he's always got the cool Hot Wheels. Yeah. He's got, like, the fucking $10 Hot Wheels. Well, I guess they're only, like, five at max, but you, still. Do you want to know what I really wanted to get him? What do you want to get him? The monster trucks. Ooh. The Hot Wheels monster trucks. He would have loved that. He would have. I might. I might. Go. Those were ten dollars. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> but um, I have to get a little a little stuffy bear for Jasper. What does Jasper need? A little stuffy bear. Apparently, he's into mushrooms, stuffed animals, and hats. <laughs> mushrooms, stuffed animals, and hats. Yeah. It's an odd combination of things to be into, but he's three. That's. <laughs> True. Two? Three. Three? I think so. Piss in if you're listening. Correct us. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's three, though. Because there, there's like a year difference between them. It, it, roughly. A year and a half, maybe. Well, remember that she had to be pregnant for nine months. Right. I think there's only like a year and a half. (laughs) I hope that picked up. (laughs) I'm sure it did. That's straight from Luna's mouth. Mm, She's over this. (laughs) She's already over this not podcast podcast. If you could stop talking while I'm trying to sleep, that would be great. (laughs) Uh, Guys, it's nap time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is also like 8 o'clock at night, so she probably like, it's bedtime, guys. Yeah. It's fine. While you were away, um, we were upstairs a lot. Oh, weird that you just didn't want to hang out in this big, beautiful... Oh, no, trust. I had guilt about not being down here, but also we don't have curtains over our door, and I don't like being downstairs by myself. But you're down here, and I'm upstairs, and that's fine? But you're still in the house. That's fair. Okay. I mean... I could scream and you would be down those stairs in like two seconds. That's putting a lot of faith in my old body. I know, I watched it today. 
Yeah, tried to try to do the <coughs> heel click, jump cool. skip thing, and play it off like I didn't just hurt myself, but I fucking hurt myself. So, yeah. but we got uh, we got everything for dinner for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're I think we're fully ready. I think. I think so. I don't know. I still got to get a white elephant gift. Yeah, we can do that tomorrow. I still don't know what I'm gonna do for that. I picked up a charging tray. Which is actually pretty dope. Yeah. Like, I even got to the point where I Googled, like, ideas for white elephant gifts, and there was, like, obviously, like, there was a the charging tray or, like, a charging station. Yeah. Uh, there was this uh, little gadget thing that is, like, a screen magnifier for your phone, which basically made it, like, the same size as, like, an iPad screen. Uh, so if you wanted to watch <laughs> movies from your phone, I'm like, what? Okay. Uh, just lots of random shit that I was like, I, I don't understand. Um, obviously like one of like the big ones was, uh, like the egg McMuffin maker, like the Hamilton Bay or whatever that like you put your English muffin up top and then you crack an egg in one side, like on one plate or whatever. And it all just kind of toasts and cooks everything. Do people actually use those though? I, I guess it's a really good white elephant gift. Either. I would not use it. I wouldn't use it either. I wonder if we're going to Yankee swap our white elephant gifts. I don't think so. I think there's other there's other games that are happening, like the wrapped in uh, saran wrap yeah, ball. That's that, happening? Yeah, and you have to take it. You have oven mitts. Oven mitts, and you have to try and... I'm that's, so excited. That's happening. Um, I think... Because I, I clarified with Amor if I have to actually play these games. Because I was more under the un, under the impression that it would be like Cards Against Humanity kind of shit. And you know, I don't... I don't feel like that's Amor's style, though. He is definitely not a Cards Against Humanity guy. Right. So I don't think that... Um, I did ask if we could bust out Risk. Because that's the kind of game that I'd get down on. But I can play the Saran Wrap Ball, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's like other random kind of like Christmas themed things like that oh. games that are happening. I never yelled at him about um, our Hallmark wine. Oh yeah. I mean it. It happens. He also was in Portland last week. <coughs> Stop dying. I don't know what's happening. That's a good question. Um, I know he was in Portland last week, but we made a deal, and I've been thinking about that Christmas Hallmark wine since like August. That's fair. I think he still has it. I'm pretty sure his mom was the one that gave it to him. Yeah, he said mom gave it to him so that we could have a Hallmark Christmas wine night together. And if he drank it with anybody else, I don't think he did. We're going to have words. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. So, um, we know that white elephant gifts are typically funny. Yeah, and sometimes inappropriate, but we can't be inappropriate. I know. And that's that's kind of what bottlenecked me a little bit, if I'm going to be honest. Is because you couldn't put dicks on things for his mom? Well, <laughs> it's honestly not because his parents are there. Like, if it was just the parents and, like, and everybody else like it'd be fine but well, I feel like there's a lot of really lighthearted people there I see the invite list it's the neighbors that are the concern Amor very specifically said my neighbors are going to be here so don't be like raunchy on the, the white so elephant gifts we just gifts. tell the neighbors not to grab that gift I don't think that's how that works <laughs> fine it, it's not like fine <laughs> specifically called out that this is for everybody but the neighbors i kind of want to do a white elephant gift for us on christmas day okay do you think our friends would be into that i don't know we could ask kind of last minute very last minute (laughs) i mean we did just spend an evening in target well i think in total we were there for 15 minutes because of the fucking line but Good old 
old target. Do you want to do you want to talk about your target adventure? How I did it expertly. I came in minute under. Yeah. Uh, just just for the the context here, uh, I. It just makes the easiest Christmas present. I uh, had so much fun. It was such a thrill. I let, I let Ashley go in Target. She had seven minutes in the entire store. Whatever she can grab, no basket, no cart, no nothing. I almost just whatever. my jacket around my waist. It's just like an added stuff things in there. Yeah, to hold it. And then I was like, no, he'll yell at me. I'll disqualify okay. me, and then I can't get any of it. No, that's creative ingenuity. Well, I was going to figure something out but you seemed very like you get nothing to contain anything it's whatever was on your body and whatever you pick up if you could make it if you grabbed a, a board from home goods or some shit and then use that as a trade yeah but I also wasn't trying to make you spend too much money yeah so anyway uh, she got seven minutes um we both set timers. I let her go 30 seconds before I set my timer. Give her kind of an advantage that when her timer ran out, she knew she had 30 seconds to get back to me. Um, the, the whole intent was that if she makes it back, everything that's in her hands, everything that she possesses that she picked up, I buy. That's her Christmas. Um, if she didn't make it back within the seven minutes, it's for nothing. So what would have happened if I didn't find anything at Target? Would you have still got me something to open on Christmas morning? At this point, no. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm just being honest. I know. Uh, looking at how, I mean, I don't know. I mean, men, we're, uh, we're thinking about shopping for Christmas right now. We're not actually going to shop for Christmas yet. Yeah, y'all are dumb. That's going to be uh, in two days. Is when we actually shop for Christmas. Do you want to know why you're setting yourself up for a failure on that? From the obvious reasons. But if you... I know. Could she be any louder? I know. <laughs> if you're not sure what to get your partner, you should probably reevaluate your priorities. Oh, I know what to get you. But also, if you're waiting until last minute, it kind of sends a message of... This isn't important for me. Making sure that you have something that's like nice or whatever isn't a priority. But also, you could be meaning very well by getting things that you know your partner is going to love. But they're going to be gone. Everything's going to be picked over. There's no flower at Walmart right now. Like, things are gone this close. I'm sorry. Are you trying to say that? People are going to get flour for Christmas? No, I'm saying that's an example of how things are gone. When you're waiting that long, now you're scrambling for things. Oh, they might like this versus if you went two weeks ago, you, you could have got something that they would have liked. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Number one, obviously I already got you Christmas taken care of. Yeah, I just mean men in well, general. Well, how did the curve? Uh, yeah, this is this is a good, very good call out for men in general. Um, be ahead of it, guys. Honestly, just get it out of the way early, so that you don't have to deal with it. Uh, it's coming from somebody who doesn't like Christmas. That was so sweet. <laughs> also, get shit for your wife's stocking, your girlfriend, your baby mama, whatever. Your your significant other. Your partner. Just get them, get them something. Even if it's candy. Put some thought into it. Yeah. As long as, as long as you put even like a, a semblance of a thought, it should be, it should go a long way. I agree. Does it? It really doesn't matter what's in it. It's a matter of. You thought of me. You saw this, and you knew that I would enjoy this at some point, and you got it. Right. Yeah, I think that's like the big. Uh, the very large like misconception around like the holidays and stuff is like everybody's well, what do you what do you want for Christmas whatever like I don't give a shit right. Right. if you get me something cool thank you right uh, but at the end of the day I don't care like if you got me nothing and you still just said hey man Merry Christmas thank you cool yeah. you still thought yep. of me yep. you're coming to my house for dinner thank you for being here 
Right. Thank you for letting me spend this evening with you. Right. Like you could be anywhere else, but you chose to be here with right. us. Right. Christmas is gonna be fun. I think. I think this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be a good one. Uh, our first Christmas in this house. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be our first Christmas with all of our people. All of our people. Yeah. So, um, Scooter, I don't know if you've gotten a hold of him. I haven't. We briefly talked about it, and I don't know what his game plan is. Um, I'll, I'll message him, though. Um, regardless, uh, Dad's probably not going to be here, which is yeah, which is a sad thing. Um, we can always go to him. Yeah, I mean, I'm still probably going to pop over there um, sometime in the morning. And just hang out with him for a little bit. We can um, take our presents and go open them up with your dad. He's got some goodies under the tree. Yeah, he's got a couple of presents. Um, yeah, so that's the that'll be fun. Um, not for not for nothing, but I mean for those that are that are listening and why this is a topic. Um, I did just spend some time in Spokane. Um, my dad this entire year has been battling cancer. Um, and so if this, if this podcast ever makes its way, or sorry, not podcast, because we're definitely not starting a podcast. <laughs> what podcast? Um, what podcast? We're just talking into a microphone. Uh, if this ever does ever get monetized in any way or fashion, um, the money is never going to go into mine or Ashley's pocket. Um, it is specifically going to go towards um, uh, cancer and more specifically to those um, affected by throat cancer um, for, like, those with stomas and laryngectomies and all that. Um, and just research into new ways for those those people that have lost their voice and to be able to communicate again. So um, that's kind of what we're dealing with now is um, my, my dad just came home. Uh, he had a complete laryngectomy. Um, he doesn't have a voice anymore. Um, he has text to speech, and so it's it's been uh, it's been quite a journey. But his his attitude is still there. He's still got his sass. He's still got his energy. Um, I think right now he's it's still fresh. Um, there's still frustration of trying to get used to dealing with the the trach and not being able to communicate the way he used to be able to communicate and. Um, and everybody just trying to ask him questions, and he can't literally respond fast enough. I think he's also really just tired of being around people. Yeah, I mean, spending, spending, let's see, he came home Thursday, surgery was Monday, week so a week and a half in the hospital, and from day one, he was able to talk when he went in, and then as he woke up, he's not able to talk and then it's just people constantly in and out of his room asking him questions talking to him being around him and stuff and um i mean he he understood like the nurses they're just doing their job and you know speech therapy and uh uh everybody else is just they're just doing their job trying to help him out and uh make sure that he's recovering well and whatever but Nobody likes being in the hospital. Nobody likes constantly having nurses come in and check on you. And yeah. Like, especially who can sleep in a hospital, right? Like I slept pretty good. Well, you were also drugged the fuck up. Just saying, slept pretty good. <laughs> you literally came out of surgery, still drugged, and went back to sleep. Yeah. Let's just, uh, you can go ahead and raise your tea, because we're almost done with this shit-ass fucking year. Yeah. Cheers to a shitty-ass year. Let's hope for 2024 to be better. I think we got too lucky in 2023, or 2022, um, and so they said 2023, get fucked. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's got to be exactly how that went down, because this year has been a colossal just shit show from literally day one. I think it would be wise for you to go get 
checked and tested and everything. Considering your grandma passed this year from cancer, your dad just dealt with cancer. Well, that's the that's the fun part too. Is that cancer? Like, I've had blood tests and everything recently, and they do, you know, screening for that, but it can just literally come out of fucking nowhere. Well, I'm just saying, I think it would be wise for you to maybe do annual checkups. I know, like, screenings and stuff to make sure that nothing has happened. Wait, you're telling me that I have to be an adult and actually see my primary care physician? It's wild, isn't it? She moved to the west side. I actually don't know who my primary care is anymore. They just kind of defaulted me to somebody. It's been like a year. Anyway, so you should probably go get checked. <laughs> probably should. I should probably reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Spokane is not that much of a shit show. I mean, it is. Let's let's put it that way. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed your time while you were there. It is easy to navigate. For all those that say Spokane is a disaster and it's so fucking hard to navigate, I stopped using GPS two days in, and I went north to south. Like, north... Spokane to South Spokane people and in between. just hate Spokane because it's Spokane. That's fair. Um, I will say the shitty thing about Spokane, and I was very glad to be home, is oh my god, I can just park wherever. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to another $4 parking or I, I will say at night, later in the night it's like um, going downtown and stuff. The parking does become a little bit cheaper and more prolonged, um, which makes sense. Like, right. We went to uh, story of the year, Amor prayed for parking mm-hmm. and he's like, sweet $4 for basically like seven hours of parking. I'm like, we're not going to be here for seven hours. It makes, I get it now. They literally just push it all the way out that if you are parking now and you need it until like 11, they just say, Ah, fuck it. You get it until 4 o'clock in the morning, and it's the same price. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. During the day, though, not that. Like, four hours is going to cost you probably, like, 14 bucks. One hour is, like, four dollars. And it's stupid. You're giving me more reasons why I don't like Spokane. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of parking. Um... But also, it's the entire time I was there, right? Like, I, I decided I have to try things that are not available to me food-wise. Um, and if you ever find yourself in Spokane, there is way too many food options. Um, it almost becomes analysis paralysis. Almost? It definitely does. Every night was a... A battle of just trying to figure out what I wanted to eat that evening. Like, breakfast is easy to figure out. Like, just find yourself a diner. Go eat breakfast. It's probably not hard to fuck up breakfast. One place did challenge that. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call it out. But if you are in Spokane, um, you'll find it yourself. I'm sure you will, and you'll understand. Um, but for the most part, every, every other diner that I was at or any breakfast place, like solid, uh, the problem with those diners, again, like most diners and stuff, they close at two or three o'clock in the afternoon and they don't do dinner service. Breakfast. Right. They do lunch and breakfast. That's crazy. Um, but I did find some good places while I was down there, uh, for dinner wise, um, Maybe don't overthink it is, is my suggestion if uh, you, you just find yourself, you're downtown, just kind of walk around and uh, pick somewhere. Walk in. But yeah, the just find yourself around. Um, I will say specifically, don't, don't go to Chicken and More. Or sorry, Chicken and Mo. It was disappointing. I had really high hopes for southern style food. 
Or maybe they just try something else if they go. That's why I'm saying don't try that. Go anywhere but there. Okay, well, I was saying go to the restaurant, but try something different. The fun part is walking around in downtown Spokane. It's really not that bad, but, you know, you get to see some very interesting people. Um, People lighting some foil and just, you know, having their best life. Let's maybe not put that in the podcast. It's uh, it's kind of like the Spokane way, you know? Downtown Spokane. Okay, not all of downtown Spokane is bad. If you find yourself around, like, 2nd, 3rd Avenue near Pine and Division, Washington, probably. Um, specifically Washington. Uh, it's a little sketch down there. Do you feel really cool knowing all the streets after being there for a week? Oh, they're, it's, if you don't know the street names, you're going to get lost. I see. The main streets are like Washington, Division, uh, Ruby then turns into Division after the Fork, and then all your numbered streets run uh, east-west. So, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Okay. Okay. Like, like I'm saying, it's not hard to get lost in Spokane. Or it's not easy. What? I don't even know. It's easy to get lost in Spokane? It shouldn't be easy to get lost in Spokane. It's easy to navigate. Anyway, we super sidetracked. No, I think we talked about what you wanted to talk about. Right, but we didn't actually... You didn't go into your uh, target adventure. You just said you loved it. Yeah. We derailed quite a bit. I'm good at doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to Target and picked out some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all you got? That's all I got. Got some books. Got some perfume. Candles and pants. You know? And a blanket. I think it's probably a good time to pop into the book corner. I don't have anything to say. You have nothing on the book corner? No. I'm also worried that if I talk about books, you're going to be like, I don't want to fucking hear it. Um, like fourth wing, so. No. What are, you, what are you reading? What's exciting you right now? Um, A Court of Frost and Starlight is what I'm currently reading. It's the Akatar series. And this one is about the winter solstice. Who's it by? Sarah J. Mass. Okay. And it's the first, uh, no? Where's the fourth one? Fourth in the series? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's how many in the series? Five. Is this the the same where, like, the books are, like, 600 plus pages? Yeah. And this is, is this one the shortest one? Yeah, it's only 220 pages. 224, something like that. Um, The next one is 720-something. So that's usually like three days. Probably more. It's the holidays. I haven't been sitting down to read. That's true. Well, I mean, the holiday's almost over. Yeah. Um, and with you being home, I feel guilty if I sit down and read instead of hanging out with you. So. I was gone for nine days, not a year. I know, you were gone for nine days. I've been home for three. I know. You can read. That's fine. I know. Um, I do need to finish this so I can start reading Crescent City because that third book comes out in January. Okay. And I've already pre-ordered it. 
without having read the first two. So I know as it sits right now, we've got just a, a handful of people that are interested in listening to us just jabber on. We'll get better at this, obviously, podcasts that aren't podcasts. The um, first take was better. Wow. <laughs> Tell me it wasn't. It was pretty good. Yeah. We'll probably put that as like an unreleased, like a like a side story or something, just if we just need to have like a filler week or something. Just throw it out there. Anyway. Um anyway, um I don't know, I think it'd probably be good like if there's anybody else, like do you have any recommendations that you have read that you would highly suggest reading? A couple different books, like I know Fourth Wing is your your big number one book. For the year, yeah. Um But for those that probably are not like to fantasy or anything, but just kinda want something Either just like murder mystery, because you've been reading a lot of those too this year. Yeah, um, the start of the year been was some, a like, lot of murder mystery, and then we went into smut fantasy. <laughs> Listen, I can live without the smut. Um, Tangled in Tinsel Town. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell me why I continued to read the series, though. I'll read you're, the third one when it you're comes You're glutton for punishment, I guess. Oh, so is see. she. Um, I will say the cover on that is beautiful, though. And you would never know. It's pure porn. It's just porn. It's just porn. You never know. It's always the cutesy books that end up being the worst. That's fair. A couple of those ones are probably going to be heavy. I could be wrong. But I know a couple of those are. A couple of those are also murder mysteries. Um, do they ever incorporate smut into murder mystery? Yeah. Yeah. Um, September's book club. You shouldn't have come here by Geneva Ross. Geneva Rose? Or something like that. Um, it's about a woman who... You can Google it. You'll find it. I can walk upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about a woman who it goes to like a Airbnb in the middle of nowhere and she's a beautiful woman from like California and it, she stays in this Airbnb with this single man who's like a cowboy he's not a cowboy he's just a rancher right in this tiny small town in like Wyoming okay I think it's Wyoming and um she like ends up falling for him she's there for like a couple weeks and then she ends up like oh he's so dreamy um and they do have sex there are moments where, like... Is it, like, straight, like, porn sex, or...? Um, I mean, like, it describes some stuff. But not, like, but not tangled, like in, tangled in tinsel. <laughs> no. No. Not that by any means. I guess we should probably figure out, like, a scale for Book Corner, right? Like, on the smut level, like... I mean, we could probably figure it out now, right? Like, where... Where would you put, like, Fifty Shades of Grey? What What is, like, the smuttiest book you've read so far? That I've read? Yeah. Well, the thing is, and I know you're going to disagree, but Fifty Shades of Grey has an actual storyline to it. I wouldn't know. There's, there's, like, an actual plot to it where... I mean, they did make a movie about it, so I would hope so. Three of them. Sure. Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, and Fifty Shades Freed. Because there's well, three books. I was going to say, isn't there three books? Yeah. Um, and I think for the time when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, that was probably the, like this, the most steamy thing on the market. I'm going to be honest. I think Tangled in Tinsel is the smuttiest thing I've read. So that'll be our, our pinnacle. Yeah. Just our peak. I think there might have been like two pages in that book that didn't have the word the p word i don't want to say it on a podcast <laughs> uh i was hoping you were you, i know you I almost know. did i almost did it the c word oh. i don't listen 12 year olds are gonna listen to this okay um and they've not heard worse do you know what the internet has done to 12 year olds i don't care i'm not going to contribute to it anyway i'm pretty sure there's only two pages that didn't have some prolific word on it or description 
you know, regardless, we're going to have to put parental advisory warnings on our podcast because I can't not swear, right? Okay. Okay. So if you if you want to say the P word or the C word. Cockadoodle do. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one. <laughs> Nailed it. So we've got Tangled in Tinsel is going to be our pinnacle. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's what I have to go off of. What's going to be like the least smuttiest, like our bottom that we can put on a scale? Literally any non-romance book. Sure. Like, are we saying like Dr. Seuss? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I need, I need a bottom like, so we can gauge for people that we could say this is on the scale of whatever. It kind of lands between... Dr. Seuss and whatever's in the middle. Sure. What's what would be in the middle? <clears throat> What's in the middle? Yeah. What like a 50, monkey? What Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> <laughs> a monkey. <laughs> monkey is in the middle. Yeah. So is Malcolm. <laughs> Good reference. Good reference. Um, uh, but like, would be would like Fifty Shades of Grey be like in the middle, of like that smut field? Or I guess it could be. Yeah. Okay. It could be. I think. I I think if there's gonna be smut involved, we have to put it. If that if a recommendation for a book, we gotta maybe we put it say, on that scale. Is it Nicholas Sparks or is it Tangled in Tinsel? Is Nicholas Sparks like the the Notebook or whatever? Yes. Okay. Where he's got like all the beautiful rom coms. His books are rom commy, but they're not sexy. They're just sweet. They're sweet. And like passionate makeout scenes. Sure. Maybe you see someone dry humping with a shirt off, but there's no like... That's my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets me off quicker than dry humping. If they were to make Tangled in Tinsel a, um, a movie... It would be on Pornhub. It would be on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. No question about it. Because like we talked about it, right? Uh, but... She gets, like, gangbanged by, like, four dudes, right, or whatever? Yeah, the whole book is about her, like, being in a fivesome. Right, and then, like, the next book, apparently it's, like, a foursome. It's a sister, her sister, who she goes, bangs, because she's saying, you copied me. Um, The sister is in, like, New York, no. Where's uh, the Raiders? L.A.? Vegas. They're in Vegas. Yeah. And this guy plays for the Raiders. And he's got two friends that also play for the Raiders. And he, like, goes out and gets really drunk. And she marries him. They, like, do a prank. And he's like, marry me. So she's getting gangbanged by Raiders. No, she just just left with, well, like, once. And then she ends up, like... (laughs) Just once. Being with the guy because she has to stay, and he's like, "I'm not fucking sharing you." Um, and his two best friends are like, "No, but share her." So I think there might be like two scenes in the whole book where there's four of them versus just two. And this is the you've read this one already, right? Yeah, that one's called Not So Lucky. Oh, okay. But with a K because they tied the knot. Oh. And they were just gonna go get an annulment the next day, but the judge was like, "Nah," because he knew that his favorite guy was leaving the. He knew he was leaving the Raiders, and he was pissed off about it. So he said, "I'm not annoying this marriage." Look, man, when you've got, when you draft in fantasy, and you've got a power of that no, kind the, of that kind of power. <clears throat> um, the owner of the team was the judge's friend. Oh. Uh, so the owner of the team was mad. Well, yeah, that also kind of plays into that, I guess. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, for us normal people, right? Because like nobody knew that he was leaving the team. But the judge had the inside scoop. <clears throat> I guess he probably, if you had the inside scoop, he probably wouldn't draft him for his fantasy either. I don't think he did. I think he was just pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the next one. It's not out yet. But that's basically, it's supposed to be like. her, um, The sister's friend. And she is and now down two to guys. two guys. It was the two guys from the second book. Yeah. So the 
next book after that's going to be monogamous. There's no way it's monogamy. There's no fucking way. It's got to be. I mean, if if we're seeing trends, it's got to be monogamy. There might just be more. Who knows? Maybe it's all of them. They all just have Maybe like, there's a massive orgy. It's just like a swingers party. They all just come together and they just bang everybody. At, yeah. I Trilina, mean, if you ever listen to this podcast, we need answers. Who? I think her name's Trilina. Okay. Is she the one that wrote these books? Yeah. But I don't I don't know how to say her last name. Alright, well you we've already said the books. Uh Tangle in the Tinsel. No, I don't I'm not recommending that to people. But we're not we're not recommending that. Uh and by we I mean I have not read this. Um Trilinia Pucci? Sure. If you're if you're listening, my wife's got answers. My wife has questions. <laughs> um, on a serious note, though, I would say Local Woman Missing is a good book. The ending kind of took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it. Who wrote that one? Mary... Poppins? Oh, Mary Poppins, y'all! Kubaka? Hold on. I guess I should probably prepare for this. That's why I said... When we get to Book Corner, man, there's some preparedness. That Mary Kubica. Okay. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, she also wrote Just the Nicest Couple. I got that tonight. Um, but Local Woman Missing is a really good book. There was another you one. You want to give a little premise on that one? On Local Woman Missing? Yep. Don't spoil. Just give a little <laughs> premise. I'm dying. You're dead. Um, Local Woman Missing is about a woman who is like going out for a jog and then she disappears. And then um, I think it's a couple years later, maybe like five or six years later, um, we still haven't found her. We don't know like where she's at, what's going on. Um, and her husband is still trying to find her and the book is just trying to figure out what happened. And uncovering, um, because in addition to the uh, woman, in addition to the woman going missing, her daughter also goes missing. Okay. And her daughter's like five, maybe, when she goes missing. So we're trying to figure out what happened to mom and what happened to the daughter. And the ending... I was not expecting it. Okay. It's very good. Pleasantly surprised. Um, Local woman missing. Yeah. There's one book I would not recommend, and that's Silent Patient. Okay. That one was very hyped up this year. I'm assuming people don't know how to pick up on context clues while they're reading. Just not good. The plot twist wasn't a plot twist. (laughs) It was just obvious. Yeah. Yeah. The foreshadowing was very real. Um, it was the only book that everybody in book club did not finish. Oh, it was that book? It was that book. Wow. Except for me. I finished it. Well, I don't think you can't not finish a book. I don't know. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue is still sitting on my bookshelf. So is Plum Island, but that's... That's a summer book. Also, I already heard it on audiobook. And what have, what have we discussed? I don't reread books. Unless I really, really, really like it. But that is also going to go for an audiobook. If I heard how the story ends, I'm no longer interested in the build-up to get there. What was that, um, what was that book that I read a couple months ago? Um, the park or the playground. Hide. Hide. With the amusement park where they're being hunted. No. Oh, the playground. The playground. The child's. Yeah. Playground. Yeah. That one that was. Oh boy. Apparently hyped up as well. This is my only contribution to Book Corner, um, because I, I I'm not a reader. That was not hyped up. I found that on like. The raunchiest side of TikTok. Okay, well, at any rate, 
if you find yourself on the raunchiest side of TikToks and you're looking for books and you're not getting suggestions here in Book Corner, um, the playground, no, just don't. I mean, if you are into people just trying to really make it uncomfortable, then go ahead. Basically, it's Saw for Children. And By Aaron Beauregard. He's, uh, what's the, what's the genre again? It's. Starts with an S. It's like scatter. It's like scattered. Scatterpunk? Something like that. Splatterpunk. Splatterpunk. It's a movement within horror fiction. Um. Gory and violent. It's, uh, very gory and violent, um. I will say, through the book, um, the, the acts of, like, the children going through this horrific playground were really not that, like, oh, my God, this is crazy, or how could they, like, you know, do that or whatever. It's the lady that runs the playground or created the playground is portrayed as this very, like, old, crotchety gross like vile woman and there's a lot of things that happen sexually with her and her like a her foster kid that is her kid it's just it it becomes uncomfortably gross Mm -hmm. that it's just i would not if anybody says oh yeah this is a great read if that is your category if that's your genre um Go for shit. It's cheap as fuck. Read it. Listen even, to it. Even finding that, people weren't like, oh my god, this is such a good book. People were like, this is a fucked up book. Yeah. But if you want to read it. That's that's his that's his genre. I mean, I, I literally went down that rabbit hole of like that author of just what he writes. Yeah. That is mild for what he writes. I don't want to read what the other things he writes. And I... No, no offense to that author if, you know, he ever hears this or whatever, but, uh, it's not for me. I like things that, uh, I'm a big fan of like Nelson DeMille and, uh, my dad got me, Tom Clancy. There's one, one book that he wanted me to read from Tom Clancy, but, um, I, I can't not read or even like with movies, TV shows, whatever. I can't come in on the second book. And my dad recommended the second book in the series. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to listen to the first book. I'm still maybe a quarter way through that book. That's probably why he told you to start with the second, because the first one wasn't necessary. No, it is necessary. Um, Probably not if he told you to start with the second. He doesn't care. He just listens to Scott Brick. Whatever Scott Brick narrates, he'll listen to. Shout out to Scott Brick. Dude, Scott Brick is a savage. Narrating all of uh, John Corey novels for Nelson DeMille. Super, super good. Um, I really hope that at some point they make uh, a movie adaptation of John Corey. I know they tried back in the day. Uh, Nelson DeMille talked about it. Uh, there was supposed to be a movie for Nightfall and Plum Island. Um I mean, it never actually came into fruition, but I don't know. I'm just I'm hopeful one day we get a John Corey novel on the big screen. Yeah. Or even just Amazon. That'd be cool. I mean, we got Jack Ryan. Yeah, Amazon's doing some pretty cool shit. They've also bought the producing rights for Fourth Wing this year. I believe they're also making. Um, they had Lord of the Rings, too. Yeah. Um, Colleen Hoover has a lot of controversy uh, in the community, but... I'm sorry, I pers- what? <coughs> I said Colleen Hoover causes a lot of controversy in the community. Okay. But I personally still like her writing. Um, and she wrote It Starts With Us. And I believe Amazon is also producing that. And, like... Producing is all of it, right? 
basically. Yeah. Producing, filming, all that. Yeah. Amazon Studios. Coming out. We've come out with some pretty good ones with Amazon. Yeah. Um, I think we're probably going to have to add a segment in here. I mean, we can just kind of funnel in, but like uh, a piecemeal for like movies and TV shows or whatever. A what? Like piecemeal. Like obviously we're, we're transitioning out of book corner or whatever, but because oh, yeah. we've been talking some adaptations baby right but like amazon originals and stuff like uh the new we've just watched the new ups or the new the new season of upload a couple months ago and like a month ago that show is fun i really like i love upload yeah i've also just like always loved robbie amell that's true and Stephen amell i think they're they're great actors yeah we I still mean, need to go to knocking point. We do need to go to knocking point. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like adaptations of uh, of books into movies or just new movies coming out that excite us too. I mean, um, we are a one religion household. Rest in peace, Stanley. Exactly. Um, this is a, a Marvel household religion. Um, we are a very much okay bias towards marvel um i do give credit where credit is due that dc does have some good some good quality aspects that's it we're getting a divorce well we should have done that <laughs> i'm just kidding arrow was pretty good years ago yeah say so like arrow um Flash. Supergirl, Flash, all on the CW, like, those yeah. were great TV shows. Yeah. Their movies have been kind of shit. But prior to that, um, Marvel had shit TV shows. And good movies. And great movies. DC had great, movies. great TV shows and oh. shit movies. Yeah. Um, and now it, it kind of got, there was a point where they both kind of had, like, good TV shows and good movies and it was this weird battle but then I think they still do oh no DC's new shit like for movies is garbage oh um they still have good TV shows though still have good TV shows Marvel now that Disney owns pretty much everything let's just put that out there um they're they went like content heavy obviously we had the pandemic and everything and mm-hmm. um, we got like a lot of shorts for marvel we got like wandavision and uh falcon and winter soldier and all that we um, have to watch hawkeye before christmas but we already watched hawkeye there's not a new season i know that so we're just gonna watch hawkeye again you say that like we don't watch all of the marvel movies in the chronological order once a quarter Minimum. It's cute that you think it's once a quarter, but yeah. I just said minimum. <laughs> yeah, we can watch the Hawkeye Christmas special. Uh, we got to throw Christmas. Guardians in there, too. Wonderful, but I would like to start with Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, we'll have to binge that throughout the day tomorrow, then. Or Sunday. Okay. Whenever. We're good with the new one. I have to go finish up Christmas shopping, though, so. Yeah, that's going to be the fun part. Anyway. Anyway. Um... On the uh, the music side, though. Yeah, what's in your music corner? You know, not too much crazy stuff right now, but I will say, um, I will say, if you do find yourself in Spokane and there's something happening at the Big Dipper, it's worth going out. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little venue. Um, I, I learned some history while I was there. Um, Dan, I don't... He's part of uh, Sunny Day Real Estate, an old band, like, part of, like, the the early onset of emo bands, uh, actually owned the Big Dipper back in the day, and then sold it, um, and now there's the new owner, but, um, like, I, I learned that at the emo night, that an emo band member actually owned that venue, 
and it's kind of cool, kind of a cool little venue, um, worth worth going out to. I went uh, the first night was uh, Metal Xmas Bash, um, the first band, still to this day, just is a it's the, it's the bastard child of ICP and Slipknot, basically. Um, maybe like a smidgen of Mudbane in there. Uh, it just, it, I don't know. Their drum was phenomenal. The music was great. Their vocalist could do without. Uh, it's very much like, it's very much like my mom, uh, with Rush that she could, she could handle listening to Rush as long as Geddy Lee was not the vocalist. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt about that band is I could listen to this band if that vocalist wasn't there. Um, not for me, but I mean, they were, they were good. Um, very small turnout for them, for the crowd. Um, apparently the, the band that everybody was there for was Concrete Grip. Um, they used to be, I guess, a big thing in Spokane. Concrete Grip. Concrete Grip. Um. It's a pretty tight grip. It's a very tight grip. Um, they were solid. Three-man band. Um, I actually found them on Spotify. Um, they've got one album on Spotify, and um, they've got some. They played some new stuff that um, I didn't get a chance to ask, but I did actually um, talk to um, the guitarist's dad um, after that after their set because he kind of like I was sitting down on the step right because I'm fucking thirty two and. I can't hang. So I was sitting down on a step and this dude starts backing up against me. And I just kind of put my hand against his leg. Like, bro, please do not put your ass in my face. <laughs> and he turns around. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And then like, we kind of started chatting or whatever. And already, already pinpointed that he was the, the dad of the guitarist, uh, because there's similarities, like their facial features, everything like they were literally there and they were old. Like, if you were going that hard for a band, your kid has to be in that band. Right. Right. Like, and like the, the guitarist, I I am pretty certain that guitarist is probably like in his forties. Yeah. So that's how we're talking like old and the parents. Um, so I figured that, I figured that out. But then I learned also the drummer is the brother. So the guitar and drummer are brothers. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Um, the guitarist and the drummer were brothers. Yeah. Um, but then I was talking to that, um, to their dad and, um, like we just kind of, you know, like we're bullshitting. They used to play like a lot back in the day in Spokane. Um, it was also weird being, a uh, a metal show and it took to the Third band, halfway through the third band, before a mosh pit happened, and it was two dudes just bashing against each other. I'm like, this is sad. That's it. They didn't. They didn't. Nobody else joined. Um. No, not really. Damn. Yeah. Metal show. No mosh. I'm like, what is this? Maybe a little different bandit. Well, the first band, there was really, like, some, a handful of people. Some venues have banned mosh pits, though. Yeah, no, Little Dipper does not. They're there for it. How do you know? Um, if it was banned? You said it was two dudes shoving each other. Yeah. Okay. If it was banned, uh, there would have been security... There's no security at Little Dipper. It is literally a tiny little venue. Um, it'd be almost like going to like the Emerald, mm-hmm. kind of, but like not as a restaurant, you know? Yeah. Um, shout out to the Emerald, actually, because they've got some good fucking shows. Um, I guess I'll end it there, too, if Bourbon Bells is back at Emerald anytime soon, or even at Ray's. We're fucking going. Yeah. Bourbon Bells. I enjoyed them. They're so good. 
guys are looking for some uh, New Orleans style jazz. We'll look up, up look up Bourbon and Bellows on Bandcamp. Yeah, they're solid. Well, what do you want to talk about? What else do you want to talk about? Mm. Let's see. We got through book corner. Mm-hmm. We got through music corner. We've kind of been talking about a little bit of everything, so we don't really have to. We really didn't ever find a spot to where we just uh, dove into. Let's talk about that. No. We kind of just started elaborating naturally, so that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need beverage. I need like hot tea. I need. This needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me consult the fallen soldier. Oh, God. Mercedes. Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Um, also part of this podcast, we're going to do some ASMR. That is my wife's nails. (laughs) The look of fear on your face. The actual like acoustic of just tapping that with your nails. Whoa, that's actually some good bass. (laughs) Tap that again. It's like almost like an 808, like a shallow 808. Not, it stays loud. Not the nails, just when you... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep that somewhere in here. <laughs> um, that might be part of the, uh, the intro. Um, oh, that's... Uh... Stuff you definitely can't tell your mom. <laughs> well, that is... Do you have anything for I'm this sorry. week? You definitely can't tell your mom about that. Do I have anything this week? Yeah. No. We don't have anything cool. I, we didn't really come prepared. That's uh, it's gonna be one of the segments, guys. Um, that's what happens when you know you spend a week in a hospital and your partner spends that week trying to keep their shit together for two households. So. Yeah. Um, but that will be one of the segments. So if anybody wants to contribute to things that you definitely cannot tell your mom, um, we are here to add that into the mix. Um, let's make it interesting. You know, I'm, I'm here for some fun stories, some good stories. If we have anybody listening to this, I'd love to have their fun stories of you definitely can't tell your mom that. Uh, yeah, for anybody that wants to contribute to definitely don't tell your mom about this or definitely things you cannot talk to your mom about this or any of that, I don't know. No, you need to get that right. You definitely can't tell your mom about this. That one. You definitely can't tell your mom about this. That one. Um, go ahead and email us at dnsapodcast at gmail.com. Thanksies. All right, to wrap this up. Oh, I thought that was it. Nope. Got anything interesting? I'm going to punch you if I can't cook a tea. (laughs) What interesting thing happened? What's interesting? I didn't drive into oncoming traffic this week. That's interesting. (laughs) That's dark. That's my life right now. <laughs> la, la 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 Sad. <laughs> I was playing a playlist yesterday on the way home from Costco. Um, and it was my jammy vibes playlist or my girl grooves. I don't know which one it was. And it was sad. Like all sad. And Ray was like... <laughs> Do we need to talk? Okay? And I was like... Believe it or not, I actually have a sad playlist, and this is not it. 
this she was is like, not one the quite one. mistake this for the sample list. Yikes. Yeah. I had to go find some upbeat songs. Um, that's, that's really interesting is that you didn't drive into oncoming traffic. I feel like that's, yeah. Okay. Um, what I got interesting this week? Um, I guess really only like real fun, interesting thing that sticks out is cleaning a trach is a wild adventure guys. So if you've never seen one happen or don't know what that is, go ahead and Google it, YouTube it. Uh, not a trike, a trach, 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 tracheotomy. Um, it's a, it's a wild adventure. Um, so that's the interesting thing that's happening now. Um, and Christmas is right around the corner, so that's going to be interesting. Why is it going to be interesting? I don't know. Could be. I think it's just going to be fun. It could be interesting too. Okay. I could make things wild and adventurous. Okay. Okay. Mercedes. All right. On that note, um, I got to pee like super bad. Yeah, I would really like to go drink drink some tea. So we just uh, definitely not come back next week, right? Probably not. Probably not. All right. On that note. Bye. Bye.